Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast for the fifth day of December. I'm Paul White. This Friday night is our December monthly meeting with our friends in Chapin, South Carolina. We're doing a little earlier this month because, of course, the Christmas holiday is going to be on us really quickly, and it makes it a little difficult to do special services, um, and so we're, we're moving it to the 9th. Plus, I think we had a scheduling conflict, perhaps, with our venue. So, same venue as always. Check our website for details. But 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time will begin on the 9th of December. Chapin, South Carolina, always a wonderful meeting. Of course, we'll record this and have this in our regular rotation soon as we air these all sermons that we do from the road. We put them in our Sunday slot, full-release sermons. And, of course, it's Tuesday on the calendar, which means that we have our Bible study in Flowery Branch, Georgia tonight, which means that whatever we put up or whatever we do tonight will be put up by tomorrow on the website. So you get another full length sermon every Wednesday. If you like video on these, go to PWM at YouTube. YouTube, search PWM. Look for our little cross logo there. Watch for Paul White Ministries. Subscribe and you'll get all the videos we drop. We actually drop little nuggets of grace every day on video kind of help you along your way. Speaking of helping you along the way, this is the ninth day of Advent, and what we're trying to do in this season is just help you along your way a little bit. It's a dark time. It is a, a and I mean that literally, it's a dark time as we're in winter, but it's also so fitting that the church many years ago began to celebrate the birth of Christ in December. I do realize that Christ was most likely not born in December, but in any case, the early church began to establish this date as a, a, a way to bring us out of the doldrums of the winter and begin to advance ourselves towards um, the brightness of the spring. And, and so we have the birth of Christ coming right there at the end of the darkest days of the year. And then we get into the resurrection of Christ as the Years as the days begin to lengthen out, so it's quite fitting. The church sort of builds that idea around uh, around that on the calendar. Today, I'd like to read for you from the thirty third chapter of Jeremiah, and this is I'm, I'm going to read a couple more verses than probably are particularly needed in in regards to Advent. But I want to read for you from verses fourteen through the eighteenth verse. You're going to hear most definite direct prophecies of the birth of what we will know as the birth of Jesus. But you're also going to hear a couple at the end that really speak to the kingship and the priesthood in Israel. And and I think a, a case is definitely assertively made in the New Testament that Jesus fulfills this prophecy as well. He does not fulfill it in his birth. And I know in Advent, that's what we're looking for. But he does fulfill it in his enthronement, in his ascension into the heaven. So let's read from Jeremiah chapter 33, verses 14 to 18. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, that I will perform that good thing which I had promised to the house of Israel and to the house of Judah. In those days and at that time, I will cause to grow up to David a branch of righteousness. He shall execute judgment and righteousness in the earth. In those days, Judah will be saved, and Jerusalem will dwell safely. And this is the name by which she shall be called, the Lord, 
our righteousness. For thus says the Lord, David shall never lack a man to sit on the throne of the house of Israel, nor shall the priests, the Levites, lack a man to offer burnt offerings before me, to kindle grain offerings, and to sacrifice continually. Now, as I said before, it's quite obvious in the early passages that we're talking about the arrival of Jesus. It sounds very much like a text we read the other day from Isaiah. A branch of righteousness is going to grow up. Both Isaiah and Jeremiah share this prophetic vision of the arrival of an offshoot of the kind of king that David was. But Jeremiah adds to it a little bit and tells us that Judah and Jerusalem will be named the Lord our righteousness. And this is a a reference to righteousness within Yahweh, which is the covenant name for God. That covenant is our righteousness. And you and I take this up in Christ in that covenant is our righteousness. Not our works is our righteousness. Not the law is our righteousness. But covenant is our righteousness. Now the verses we've added to the reading are verses 17 and 18. Because I wanted to show that in Christ we see the prophecy fulfilled that David shall never lack a man to sit on the throne of the house of Israel. This had to make people in Jeremiah's day think that there was going to be a literal king in Israel forever. And you and I know better because even by the time of Christ, there was no king sitting on the throne in Israel. Um, King Herod was a vassal subject of the Roman Empire, and he was not a hereditary king over national Israel. There really was no national Israel in the way that we know it in the days of Christ. And so when the Lord says David won't lack a man to sit on the throne, we see that in Jesus if we see Jesus as king. Then in 18, and this is a particularly interesting verse, I think, nor shall the priests, the Levites, lack a man to offer burnt offerings before me to kindle grain offerings and to sacrifice continually. So Christ then comes in and takes over as high priest. The book of Hebrews takes this up as high priest. And I I think that it's quite likely that based upon Jeremiah 33, 18, the Jewish hierarchy of the day of Jeremiah would probably have interpreted this verse to mean that sacrifices would continue forever. I jotted in my Bible a long time ago in the margin there's more than meets the eye. And, and what I meant by that is, I think what I meant by that is, there's more going on than it looks like. Christ becomes the great high priest who does offer an offering forever, but he doesn't offer individual offerings forever. He offers one offering forever, thus fulfilling the Jeremiah thirty-three eighteen prophecy. So we added a little bit to the Advent prophetic verse today, but I think it was fun and it was worth the journey. At least I hope so. We'll be in the 10th day of Advent tomorrow. We'll see you then. God bless.